Flip to Freedom, episode number 36. Hello again, this is Sean Terry from the Flip to Freedom podcast, and I come to you again from my car called CarCast today, and I tell you, I have been running like crazy, talking to sellers, talking to buyers, talking to students all across the country from the Flip to Freedom Academy, and uh, actually opening the Flip to Freedom Academy, reopening it tomorrow, so uh, my life has been hectic, but it's been so much fun. Because I don't have a boss, I can do what I want to do, when I want to do it, with who I want to do it, and uh, I can tell you that freedom is priceless. So if you're brand new listening for the very first time today, I am here to help you get that freedom, to escape the 9 to 5, to quit your job, to fire your boss, and live a lifestyle that most people only dream of. And see, you'll learn how to do this by flipping properties in your spare time. Even if you have no cash, no credit, no experience, you've never bought or sold a house before, um, and like I said, the whole goal is to help you escape the 9 to 5. So how can you escape the 9 to 5? The goal is to get one year's worth of income in the bank as fast as possible. 2011 is this year. 2011 is the year you're going to get one year's worth of income in the bank and you're going to have the option to quit your job or not and live the lifestyle that you want to live. All right? So that's what this podcast is about. And in this specific episode, we are going to talk about yellow letters. I get Tons and tons and tons of uh, calls and questions and and emails and requests and everything about about how um, yellow letters work, what to say, how to say it, what to you know you know what what list do you target, um, how to take control of the conversation, um, what you know wh- why do yellow letters work so well? So I, I get tons of calls in, th- in this. This particular episode, I'm going to put it to sleep, and uh, and so I can refer anybody to ask questions back to this particular episode, and uh, it will answer for them. So that's my goal of this particular podcast, to make sure that when you're done listening to this, you will know exactly what to say, how to say it, how to negotiate, uh, how to find out if they're motivated, how to find out if they're not, and if they're not, how to maximize the potential for each one of the leads that calls in, okay? So now i got to be careful doing this because I am driving and I don't want to hit the Chevy in Trump. In front of me, but um, but I'm going to do the best I can. All right, now I do want to thank uh, Yankee711 for uh, submitting his review in iTunes. Thank you so much. I'd read it, but um, I don't want to get in. Uh, actually, hey, I just came to a stoplight, so perfect. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to read this to you right here. His uh, review. Let me get it out here for you real quick. Uh, all right, so this is from Yankee. 7-Eleven, and he said, now think about it, he went into iTunes, he found the Flip to Freedom podcast in iTunes, and he submitted a review, and he said, amazing, he said, this guy is awesome, not only is he giving away information that you'd have to pay hundreds or even thousands for, he walks you through how to do it, super inspirational, I can't wait to hear more, well, Yankee 7-Eleven, thank you so much for that uh, Brocken review, I greatly appreciate it, and I can tell you it helps so much in the rankings with inside iTunes and help spread the word for the Flip to Freedom uh, website and podcast there. So thanks again. So, all right. So if you want to uh, get more about who I am and the Flip to Freedom Academy and all this stuff, I wrote a 129-page detailed comprehensive blueprint specifically designed to show you exactly how to quit your job in 19 weeks or less. 
Quit your job in 19 weeks or less. It's detailed, specific, down to exactly what you you have to do. I don't leave anything out. I've had people like they like you just said spend you know thousands of dollars for information I give away for free. So you can get that at flip2freedom.com. Um, and uh, you can download that for free if you'd like at flip2freedom.com. You see a video of me on the front, just enter your email and I'll send you a special link. All right, enough of that. Let's get into the uh, meat of this podcast. All right, so now we're talking about yellow letters. What are yellow letters? What do you do with them? Well, first off, a yellow letter is a marketing Uh, actually a direct mail piece that works incredibly well. And it works so well that it gets an 11 to 15% response rate. Now, typical direct mail gets anywhere from a 1% to 3% response rate. And it is better than postcards. It's better than regular letters. It's better than, you know, uh, checks or whatever you send in the mail. It is by far the best marketing uh, direct... yeah, direct mail piece that you can use uh, to attract motivated sellers to you. So now, what is a yellow letter? A yellow letter is literally a yellow piece of paper that's handwritten with red ink, um, and it's personalized to the seller in the seller's address, or personalized to the p- potential prospect in the prospect's address. So here's what it says. It says, Dear so-and-so, I'd like to buy your house at so-and-so address if you're interested please call me at local phone number <clears throat> and that's what you want to put that that's a yellow letter okay now this yellow letter is folded up and put inside a invitation style envelope that has a live stamp and on the front of the envelope it is handwritten to the prospect and on the back it's your return address that's handwritten in the red ink and it's not licked it's tucked the back flap is not licked it's tucked now think about this think about if you're going through the mail just like I do over the over the uh, trash can there and you're flipping through and you see this letter that comes through that's handwritten to you with a live live stamp on it and you turn it over it's not even licked it's open of course you're going to open it you're going to open it and you're going to read it and you're going to go wow what is this this guy wants to buy my rental property or whatever cool i might want to call him especially if you are motivated and you do want to uh, sell a property so it works that well so if you can do for two different things you can either write these yellow letters yourself which is very easy to do. It's time-consuming, and it, yeah, your fingers are going to be bleeding. But <laughs> you write a bunch of them. But or you can have it done for you. There's companies out there that will do it for you, like yellowletter.com. You can check them out, or gofastink.com. Actually, you can go if you go to gofastink. You can talk to Corey. She's awesome. Uh, just tell her you want the Sean Terry special. It will cost you 92 cents per letter, and that includes a live stamp. And uh, you just send her the list that you want to target, and they will write out the letters and have it on your doorstep within 72 hours. Okay, so now let's talk about the list. What list should you target? Well, you just don't want to blanket a neighborhood with a bunch of yellow letters. You want to target a specific list or people that uh, potentially have equity or they have an impending event or urgent situation that they might want to sell their house. Now, what would be that? That would be an inheritance list. The one of the best ones is inheritance list. An inheritance list works so well because it's like found money. Someone inherited a property and it could be distressed. It could be needs carpet, needs paint, needs roof might be in, in, in bad condition. It might need an AC and it's not in good condition to just stick on the market. Um, it's definitely not in a good condition to rent. So that what do they have to do? They want to sell it and they want to sell it quick. They don't have to deal with financing and 
are selling it with financing and uh, and uh, inspection reports and appraisal reports and all that type of stuff. They don't want to deal with that. They just want a quick sale, and they're willing to discount it because, like I said, it's like found money. So inheritance list is a great source to market to. You can get that from Lance at usleadslist.com, usleadslist.com. You can get it from him. The next one is absentee investors. These are investors that own property locally but live out of state. And uh, these are great because if you catch them at the right time where either the tenant moved out, they trashed the property um, for health reasons, they want to get out of it, or whatever the case may be, you might catch them at the right time and they're going to want to sell that property. I have bought and sold tons of properties from absentee investors. It's a great, great source to get motivated sellers. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing, though, is that we had a guy go out and handwrite 1,500 yellow letters to absentee owners. And he got the list from listsource.com. Now, in listsource.com, there are specific criteria that you can sort the list down so you can narrow it down to the best potential prospects. Okay, so what happened was is that he left out two critical elements um, that uh, basically allowed him only to get one deal at a fifteen hundred light. Now he made four grand, almost four grand, but he still could have, could have made a lot more if he would have uh, done the search criteria through list source correctly. Now, what is that search criteria? Well, first off, you want to make sure that you target deed origination date, the date they bought the property, 1999 and below. So you know they have equity and there's potentially some deferred maintenance on the property. So that is uh, the first one. The second one is mortgage amount, 50000 or less. Now, depending on your city, now if you're in San Francisco, you might put 300000 or less. Or 250,000 or less, or 100,000 or less. But here in Phoenix, it's $50,000 or less because um, the average median home price is about 120, 130,000 or so. So 50,000 is about half of that. So you know you have built in equity in the property. So those two different things will narrow the search down to only the deals that have equity and also um, people that have owned property for a while and there might be some deferred maintenance on it. So he went out and he was just sending letters to everybody and their brother, people that just bought properties. And people are going, what the heck are you sending me a letter for? I just bought it. No, I don't want to sell it. And uh, and they had kind of an attitude with him. So those two little tweaks uh, save him a uh, bunch of money. So, you, so guess what? You don't have to make those mistakes as well. All right. So that is absentee investor. The next one is probate. You can go down to your local probate court downtown. Um, and you can pull the uh, information down there. And you can target probate leads. It's very similar to to uh, inheritance um, and very high, high motivation there. Next one could be pre-foreclosures. Again, do not target pre-foreclosures, um, all of them, because most of them are upside down. Target pre-foreclosures with D-dates 1999 and below. And you can ensure that they'll have equity, some sort of equity inside there. Now, there might not be that many for the particular county you're in, but there will be some deals, potential deals in there. So uh, that's, you know, pre-foreclosure, you've got you know, free and clear properties. What if you want to target free and clear? Another great source. Go into listsource.com, search no mortgage amount, and you can do transaction dates, you know, um, $19.99 and below. So you don't want to do all no mortgage amounts because someone might just bought a property at the courthouse steps, pay cash for it, and they're not going to want to sell it. But if you have a $19.99 below and they owe nothing, uh-oh, fire. <laughs> I got to move out of the way here. 
All right, we're good. All right, so so you do, you want to make sure that it's 19.99 and below on those specific ones. All right. So now that is the lists that you want to target, um, and you want to target those and. Uh, and you don't want to do obviously any blanket mailings, okay? So now you know exactly what the yellow letter is, right? You know where you can get a written, you can write it yourself or have someone write it for you, and you know the list to target and where to get the list from, okay? So now let's say you went out and you ordered your batch of yellow letters from say Go Fast Inc. and you ordered it from Lance over at uh, US Leads List. And now the letters are now come to you and they're sitting in front of you, okay? You got them in front of you, you're excited. It's a you know big box of all these letters and you're going, now what? Well, I can tell you. Now, first off, make sure the calls go to a local number and you can either send it to a Google Voice or you can send it to a, like an e-voice number. So it just goes to a voicemail that you can retrieve them on your time frame. Okay, just wanna throw that in. All right, so now you're sitting there, you get these letters in front of you, what do you do? Well, of course, you're gonna be intimidated, you're gonna be nervous, you're gonna be holy cow, you're gonna be scared, you're gonna be like, what, what, if, what if I screw up? What if I say something stupid? You know, what if I blow it? You know, what if I sound like an idiot? You know, remember, in the last episode I talked about, you're projecting fears into the future of what potentially could could happen. Well, I can tell you, get over it. Just mail it. The more times you take the calls, guess what? You're going to get over it. You got that learning curve. You're going to go through. By the when you take the 50th or 100th call, you are going to be better than taking your first call. It's just like playing baseball, just like playing golf. You know, your fifth time, you're better than your first time. You look like an idiot off the first tee on the first time, but guess what? Your fifth time, you're getting better because you've been there and done that. That's the exact same thing with anything in life, like riding a bike. First time you get on the bike, you got to have a helmet, you got knee pads, you're flopping all over the place, your dad's trying to help you ride it, or you might fall off and scrape your knee. Well, what do you do? Do you just not ride your bike again? No. You get up and you get back on. Same thing. So what do you do? Get them in the mail. Go to the post office right now, get them in the mail, and get that phone ringing. That is the, uh, that's the number one thing. So now you put it in the mail, you got calls coming in, and now you see uh, your Google Voice account and it starts filling up with all these calls, and you're going, holy, now you got to call them back. Now what I suggest is this, is that call them back where you're in front of a computer. Now the first thing you want to do when, when now people are calling in is you want to, the overall goal is first off is just relax. Um, and you want to put in your head, your goal is to try to help them solve their problem. Okay? You want to help them solve their problem. And you're looking for motivation. You're trying to find motivation in their voice. Now, what would be motivation? I'll give an example. Motivation might be where uh, a guy calls up and he says, you know, you, you, or you call him back and say, hey, you got my letter. And they say, uh, hey, listen, you know, I have had this rental property for about 20 years. The tenant just moved out. They trashed the place, you know, and I just can't afford right now to go fix it up. And it's sitting vacant right now. And I just don't like to get vandalized. And, you know, I just got to get out of this property. That would be motivation. That would be a, a sign of motivation. Okay. Now I can, now let's back up real quick before you get into that. The goal is to to help them get out of their situation. So just remember that. You, you, if someone asked me the other day, should I have a script? No, I hate scripts. Don't go through a script because then you're gonna sound like a robot. Just be a normal guy, normal girl. Get on the phone and start talking to them and saying, hey, <clears throat> 
Listen, well, I'm, I'm, you know, and when people call in, and they're gonna, I'm gonna tell you what they're gonna say right now. They're gonna call in. They're gonna say, "Hey, I got your letter in the mail. First off, how'd you get my information? <laughs> how'd you know I, look, I was looking to sell? And say honestly, I didn't know you were looking to sell, Joe Blow. Um, but we got your information from the tax records, and what we did is kind of did a search uh, through the tax records, looking for people, um, you know, that that." For looking for properties that potentially fit our criteria, three bed, two bath, 1,200 square feet plus, and uh, in a specific area we'd like to buy in. I'm uh, not a realtor. I'm an investor, private investor. I'm looking for properties to uh, to fix and flip, or looking for properties to uh, turn around and sell, uh, and or buy as as uh, as uh, buy and hold for rental purposes. So. Your property happened to fit in that particular criteria, and uh, I was wondering if you're looking to sell. And the guy's going to say either yes or no. He's going, nope, not looking to sell. Had it in the family for years. We'd never sell. Well, okay, then you're done. End of conversation. Or they're going to say, well, I'm, you know, I consider selling, but what's your offer? <laughs> Heard that before, haven't you? <laughs> well, first off, you go, oh, let's back up there, Joe. First off, uh, can you tell me about the property? And he's going to go, yeah, you know, well, you know, the property, it's a three bed, it's a two bath. Now, some people, most of the time, 99% of the time, people are fine. Sometimes they're going to be a jerk. Well, you should know about the property. You sent me the letter. I said, listen, Joe, listen, you know what? I sent probably about 500 letters this week. I don't know your property specifically. I've never drove by it. It meets the criteria of what we'd like to buy, you know, and I wonder if you like to sell. If you want to sell, great. I'd be happy to make an offer on it. And if not, that's fine too. We don't have to waste each other's time now, do we? And guess what? It'll end, you'll either end the conversation right there, or the guy's going to go, okay, you know, uh, I'm not going to intimidate this guy. And then you take control of the conversation, okay? And you take control of the conversation by asking questions. So now the guy calls in, says, how'd you get my information? You're going to relay how you got your information through the tax records. You're looking for specific properties. You're not a realtor. You're looking, you're a buy and hold investor, a fix and flipper. Can you tell me about the property? And they, now they're going to start telling you about the property. Three bed, two bath. You're looking for big ticket items like the roof, like the AC, like the plumbing, like the electric. Um, is there, is there a, do they have big ticket items that need repairs? Okay, so now, so now um, they're going to start telling you about the property. So then you can start asking questions. So how long have you owned it? Oh, you've owned it for 20 years. Great. You know, how uh, is it currently uh, occupied or is it vacant? Oh, yeah, I currently have it rented right now. I get a tenant in there paying about six, 700 bucks a month. Oh, great. Are they consistently paying every month? Are they, are they pretty good payers? Uh, yeah, well, you know, they're late here and there, just like any other renter is. But is there any uh, big major repairs on the property needed? Uh, you know, yeah, and they'll ask questions like that. You know, is there any, any debt on the property? Um, yeah, you know, we owe, you know, a small loan of $30,000 or so, you know, and you start asking these different questions, uh, to try to get a feel of their motivation level. So first off, you're looking and you're looking to, uh, figure out a way you can help them. Second off, you're looking for that motivation level. And now if they say, listen, I, I talked to this guy a week ago. He's like, listen, I've got the best tenant. He's incredible. They're incredible. They've come to my daughter's wedding. They pay on time. They might even want to buy the property. It's been the best case scenario, the best rental property. Okay. That's not a motivated seller. So I'm going to say, hey, well, great, man. That's good. That's awesome. I said, well, you know, down the road, if it come, becomes a pain in the neck, keep my letter, and I'd be happy to make an offer on it. So you're looking for motivation. Motivation is obviously key, uh, key component um, for being able to buy the property at the right price. All right. So 
Now, if the person is not motivated or you don't sense that motivation, what do you do? Okay? Well, I'm going to tell you that in a sec. But first off, let me back up. For every 25 leads that you get, one is going to be that motivated seller. One is going to be like, okay, I just, I, I got to get rid of this property. I got to sell it. I'm in a bad situation. I need to get rid of it. One out of 25. So now you have 24 other leads that are not showing serious signs of motivation. So what do you do with those leads? That's the question. So you're sitting in front of your computer. <clears throat> is what I do. And uh, I have all the information, have in information there and pulled up in front of me. I have, I'll have the comps right there in front of me and I'll start asking them the questions, three bed, two bath, how's the roof, how's the AC, how's the plumbing, how's the electric, is it occupied, is it rented, you know, what are they renting for, how's their pay history, do you have any debt on the property, all these questions, right, um, in a friendly manner. You know, what would be the reason you're looking to sell, you know, if, if, if we could cut a deal and we could, I could buy the property, how fast would you look to close, you know, th those are you know, you know, basically finding out motivation, motivation questions. So now you're sitting on there. They're not that complete motivated seller, but then now you have the comps in front of you. And then you're talking to them and says, well, you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to look at numbers here. And obviously I haven't seen your property. I'm sure it's in excellent condition, but, but I haven't seen the property. But, you know, just looking at the numbers of what's going on in the neighborhood, it looks like the numbers are so X, let's call it 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 or so. Now, let's say you see that the, uh, the value uh, through Total View Real Estate, TotalViewRealEstate.com. You go in there because it brings in all the values. It's a site that was designed by Dean Graziosi, which is a another real estate investor that has some great information. Um, he put the site together, and it's it's phenomenal for pulling comps. So. So you have that information in front of you. Let's say it says the value is 100000 but then you also see closed transactions or maybe a bank owner distressed properties are selling for thirty, forty, fifty thousand. 50000 So when you're talking to the seller, you do what's called a soft pass. And it's basically saying, say, listen, I understand I, you know, I haven't seen the property, but I can just see looking through the numbers of what's selling in your neighborhood, it looks like stuff's going around from like 30, you know, 32,000, 36,000, 48,000, you know, uh, for those numbers. So, you know, I'm probably going to be around those numbers. Now, would you consider, you know, would you consider an offer around those numbers, you know, if, if that's what market bears? <clears throat> now, they're going to say two things. They're going to say, absolutely not. There's no way I'd sell the property for that little. Or they're going to say, well, you know, if that's what the numbers are and that's what the value is, you know, I really, yeah, I, yeah, I consider selling at that number. So that is going to be another out of 24 leads, you know, the other 24 that you have, you know, you're going to have another one or two that are going to say that, right? They're going to land on that option and that's the all cash low option and they're going to land on it. When they say that, you set the appointment. When they have that motivation and you sense that motivation, you set the appointment. You don't go into numbers, nothing. You set the appointment. When you make that low uh, low offer pass, that uh, the soft pass I just talked about, after that, and they go, yeah, you know, I consider uh, selling for about that number. You set the appointment, okay? Then, now if they say, absolutely not, there's no way I'd sell for that lower number, I wouldn't do it. Well, this is what I say. You say, listen, we could do this. I can pay higher, um, but, um, would you consider seller financing? 
where you'd actually carry a note back on the property or we keep existing financing in place. See, if I have to go out and I have to go raise uh, capital to purchase the property cash, uh, obviously there's a cost of money and you know how hard it is to get loans in this market right now. So if you're willing to do a seller carry on the property, I could probably get a higher price. Would you consider doing a seller carry? And if they say, yeah, you know, I, I consider doing a seller carry. Well, if you do a seller carry, we could probably get up to about, you know, 50,000, 55,000, 60,000. I said, would that be more reasonable to you? And they're going to go, well, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, if we do a seller carry, and yeah, I, I'd probably consider that. I say, great. When's a good time we can meet? Then you set the appointment. If they say, absolutely not, there's no way I'd do a seller carry, no way I'm not doing a seller carry, then that's a dead lead. That's a dead one. So what to expect? Out of 25 leads, one is going to be the hot motivation one. The balance of them, you got 24 left. Another four or five are going to be either the soft pass on a low number or they're going to do seller financing. The balance, the other 20 leads are going to be dead and you're going to have to throw them away. Okay? That is how the numbers work out. And basically what you're doing is doing that soft pass is, in, is enabling you to test motivation by giving a number out. Now, when you go meet them and you're sitting down with them and negotiating, well, guess what? That number's going to get lower because then you're going to start tacking off any type of repairs on the property or anything, roof damage, AC damage, landscaping, whatever it may be. That number's going to get lower from that standpoint. Now you're going to be able to meet them and go through the property and actually see what you got um, on your hands there. Okay. So that's exactly, that's exactly how you deal. So now you know what a yellow letter is. Now you know exactly uh, what list to target. You know what to say when someone calls in, you know, you have to take control of the conversation by asking questions, right? And then you know exactly how to handle them to try to determine which ones, how to maximize the amount of profit out of each potential lead. Um, so now you have that. So now you have a systematic approach to, uh, to, to dealing with these yellow letter calls coming in. Now, this could be for pretty much any lead source. You could do this for internet marketing. You can do this for anything, really. Um, but you're literally bandit signs. You can do it for bandit signs. But yell letters uh, is, a, is a huge source of leads for us. So we do take a lot of yell letter calls. Now, you could have someone take the calls for you. You could have a virtual assistant take the calls for you if you'd like. Now, if you do that, you can have them basically just find that motivated seller and then have them have a, a script that they can ask questions. Now, you're going to get a lot less deals that way. You're going to miss, I think, the other you know, four deals or so. Um, I know when we had our, our assistant taking the phone calls, we got a lot less leads that, uh, you know, a lot less potential deals because I kind of knew what to look for. Um, but what they can do is they can sort out all the, the people that uh, are definitely do not want to sell um, or just curious. They can sort out those people and just get down right to the meat so you're actually only calling people that have a potential motivation to sell. So that's good for what a, uh, an assistant can be used for to take calls for you. All right. So in this episode, we talked talked about the yellow letters, how to use them. It is a by far one of the best marketing methods to find motivated sellers. It's very easy to do because you get your phone uh, calling in. They call into a voicemail and on your own time and on your own leisure, you can call them back. Um, literally nobody is targeting these type of leads. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's a great untapped source where you can actually uh, dive in and start getting uh, uh, tons of deals off that, which is great. All right, so 
A little announcement here. Um, I uh, Today is the 19th. Tomorrow, I open up the Flip to Freedom Academy. So if you're getting this on a time delay, I know a podcast is a time delay, just go to flip2freedomacademy.com. If it's open, then hooray. If it's not, then uh, then that's fine too. We'll be open it sometime in the next six or eight months or so in the future sometime, whatever. Um, but the bottom line is inside the Flip to Freedom Academy, I go through all this in detail, a detailed video, step-by-step, exactly, specifically, what list to target, how to sort the list, how to, you know, how to take the phone calls, what to say, how to do internet marketing. I do the entire gamut, basically in each detailed step that you can go through. Then we do coaching calls every two weeks, so you can uh, have information, um, you know, and ask questions to get them answered for you, which is uh, which is phenomenal. So, um, Flip Two Freedom Academy opens uh, tomorrow, reopens tomorrow. Um, we're only going to be open for a short time, of course, because uh, you know, because only we can work with uh, just a handful of people. Um, and then we close it right back down and then uh, work with those people, help them get checks and reopen it again if we can. <laughs> so it's uh, it's definitely been exciting. So I hope this has been a, a, been a beneficial podcast to you. If you'd like to get more information or get download my free book, go to flip2freedom.com. Flip2freedom.com. And until next week, I wish you ultimate success in your real estate investing career. Take care and God bless. 